You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. It is the leader in college sports daily fantasy, and they offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players that you may not have even heard of. All, all of you that deposit and use your promo code of Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit and match up to $100. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, just you versus the projected numbers. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com now or go to the App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is the daily fantasy made easy. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. I know I am. It's been a great day. I'm just in a great mood, and that's probably pretty common when you have to deal with uh, Arkansas beating Texas and still living off of that high and everything that goes along with it. That's fine. And I'm good with it. I'm fine with it. I'm going to roll with it. And it's funny because, you know, there hasn't really been any major changes or any updates on anything, but I do believe that there's been a really interesting conversation and discussing uh, what has been going on with, for instance, the uh, Arkansas and Texas game and the atmosphere. Now, some of you who have chimed in on the atmosphere that was there in Razorback Stadium talked about it was the greatest you've ever seen. And I'm not here to say you're wrong because I think everybody experiences a lot of these games and these atmospheres and these moments and the noise levels differently. Um, But people have asked me about it, and I actually got a tweet about this asking simply, is it better than the 2010 Alabama game? Because that was always the one that I wrote down as far as the loudest, most insane atmosphere I've ever been in Razorback Stadium. And I've always held on to that. Like that that was a game and a moment, even though Arkansas lost, uh, there's nothing that gives me more chills than the feeling that everyone had on that second play of the game when Ronnie Wingo ran that wheel route against Alabama. I mean, it was just, it, it was pure bedlam. But I got to experience the game Uh, against Texas on the weekend. And it was a little different too, because I wasn't in the student section. I was in the student section for that Texas game or the Alabama game in 2010. uh, But I wasn't in the student section for this one. And I I think one of the things that I've always kind of pointed to of why that Alabama game was so special is because of the building momentum that kept going and going and going. And you you just felt like at some point in time, it was just going to explode. Like that had been working up to week to week. And because you just come off the game against Georgia and you won on the road and a crazy play with the child's please at the very end of the game. So you were already in a frenzy. You were also a number 10 team in the country. When Alabama was number one, they were coming off of their national championship game and victory over Texas. Uh, they still had their Heisman winner with Mark Ingram. Trent Richardson was on that team. Julio Jones, Greg McElroy, uh, Marcel Darius, I believe, was on the uh, defensive line. Like They were just loaded with talent, and they were number one in preseason national champions. So the buildup for that game, as great as this one was against Texas, I definitely give the buildup the nod to that because, again, top 10 matchup where Razorback fans legitimately felt, and rightfully so, that if they would have beaten Alabama in 2010, they were going to be playing for a national championship game. Like, that was legitimate. That wasn't just pipe dream fantasy. That was legitimate. Where in this game against Texas, you, uh, I guess technically by 
you know, the fact that it's only been two games, you technically could still play for a national championship. But let's be realistic here. You're not going to play for a national championship. It'd be great. I think we all take it. But uh, the circumstances were just a little bit different uh, compared to what it was back then. So the buildup, the meaning, the atmosphere as far as on the national landscape of college football meant a lot then. This one, though, against Texas, it's buildup, it's fun, it's, it's craziness was all based and built upon the fact that you had not been good for very long. You had COVID last year that really kept a lot of the fans out of being at these games. Um, it was, you know, rivalry, Texas, we all know that. Uh, they were a top 15 team. You know, you felt like you had a puncher's chance of winning. It was the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Like, it had a lot of smaller storylines that made it into a bigger deal than what it was. Than what it, I mean, not saying that what it was, but it was a big deal. But it was the smaller things that made it the big deal. Where in 2010, it was the big deal. Like, it was the game. So, I think you have to look at it from that perspective, just as far as the buildup. Um but as far as the noise level and the atmosphere itself, this is how I feel about it. Uh, because some of you who are listening to this podcast may have had a chance to go to uh, both games. And maybe you disagree or maybe you feel differently about some of the things that maybe you saw in the Texas game or in the Alabama game. But here's how I look at it. The Alabama game on that second play when Ronnie Wingo scored was the most fever pitch, electric, energized, holy crap my pants type of moment I think that's happened in Razorback football history in Fayetteville. And I would even say in the state of Arkansas. Because you all, everyone was hopeful. Everyone was feeling good. Everyone was excited about the game. But it's like Arkansas won the toss and they elected to receive it. So it was like, okay, we want the ball. And... And back-to-back plays, you had breakdowns by Alabama's defense, and, and, the, and the noise just, the lid blew off of the place, and no one expected that. But it was more like, all right, buddy, all right, Nick Saban, this, we're Bobby Petrino, we're Arkansas football, and we're going to take it to you. We don't care. We're not playing conservative. We're going to go out. We want the ball, and we're going to score on you. And you did it, and you did it quickly, and you did it to where you could tell. Nick Saban in Alabama, they – they were like, "Oh, okay. This this is a this is a new animal. Like it was it was just a different type of moment." But the thing is, is if looking back at that game and the buildup, it was really about that moment. That moment is what was the best feeling ever. But in this game against Texas, there wasn't just one moment that made it feel that way. Sure, there were moments that were better than others and that were louder than others. But the entire time in that game, it was a party. A lot of that has to do with Arkansas actually winning this game against Texas compared to what they did against Alabama, which, of course, they did not win. And the domination that Arkansas showed on Texas added into that mix as well. you got to put it up to what the game was about. But this was a party inside of Razorback Stadium for all four quarters. And when Rocket Sanders scored that final touchdown, or I guess it wasn't the final touchdown, but it was the touchdown that came after the turnover by Texas, and uh, I think everybody was basically like, boom. Uh, we got to blow this door right open and Rocket Sanders runs in for a touchdown. I think it was like 30 some odd yards out or whatever. That was like, okay, all right, this is real. And from then on out, it was just, again, a party. It was a celebration. No one left except for Texas fans, LOL. 
Everyone had a good time. They, I mean, if you're popping champagne bottles, people are lighting up cigarettes, smoking their e-cigs, throwing them up there, you know, you know, taking shots, energy drinks. Like it was, you know, I'm, I'm sure somebody if they had a like, would had a rave. Like there's a disco ball somewhere, strobe light. Like it was just a flat out party. And so, looking at both sides of that, I give the nod to the Bama game because of the reasons I said about the hell, the the build up and the and the hype. And the, the matter of the fact is that you thought you could win a national championship for that game. And that second play, that was, that was the peak of when you're like, we have arrived. That moment definitely was better. But as far as the game itself, from beginning to end, you can't beat this one. That Arkansas-Texas game was lit. It was lively. And I get chills just thinking about it. The hairs on the back of my neck start standing up. My nips get hard. Like, it's just... I can't even can, can even, like I want to go back and relive that moment. I want to go back and relive that game, and hopefully there's a lot more games like that coming to Fayetteville. But that's how I feel about that instance. Uh, we'll talk about the future of the Razorback football season and kind of what to expect here in just a second. But uh, I want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend thirty to fifty to even one hundred percent more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can use RockAuto.com? It's a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over twenty years, and they have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So go and explore the website today and to find the easy solution for all your auto part needs. And when you go to RockAuto.com right now. Make sure that you see all the car parts that are available for your car or truck, but also be sure to write Locked On and How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, so moving into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, uh, you know, People riding high, myself included. I'm riding high from Arkansas beating Texas. I still think it's awesome, and we're just balling out, and it's a party. And, you know, I, I just can't imagine, you know, what what everybody else is feeling. Like, if I'm excited, I can't imagine what a lot of you are feeling like, too. But there are people, and I heard this on my radio show, and I heard this from people on Twitter and everything. There are people that still want to rein in the excitement. Not to say they run a rain on the parade, but they just want to say, hey, it's great, we're good, it's fun, but there's a little, 10 games of the regular season left. We haven't started SEC play. You know, maybe Texas is overrated, all of those things too. But here's the thing. I think it's possible. I think it's possible to be able to be excited about the expectation and the possibilities of this season while also keeping your expectations in check. It is possible to do that. It's possible to be confident, just like I am, that Arkansas can win eight games this year, maybe even nine. Like, I'm confident that they can do that. But I'm also realistic in understanding that if they do that, that's going to mean everything went their way. And, the you know, they, got, they made all the plays, they got all the breaks, and it would take a lot of that to make it happen. So maybe more realistically, you say six or seven wins, which is fine too. And I think everyone would agree that that would be considered a successful season. But that's the thing is you can do both. 
you don't have to look at it in just a, a very black and white deal where it's either you're pumped or you're, I don't agree with any of this. I don't like it. It's just still, and I don't, I don't want to believe in anything because I've seen this before. Arkansas is going to Arkansas. Hog's going to hog, all that. Like, you can do both. You can be pumped, but you can also be realistic. And I think that that's what a lot of Razorback fans are right now. Like, they want to be able to sit back and say that this is going to be a great year while also saying, as great as it may be, still got work to do. Sam Pittman will even admit that. Like, he's not overlooking anything. Like, he, he knows this is a great win, but he's also not taking anything for granted. Like, he knows there's a lot of work to do. This team knows that there's a lot of work to do. It was a great win against Texas, but to sit back and act like, you know, you finally arrived, no, 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 no. There's a lot, lot left to do. And so that's where it kind of comes into play of where you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy that's constantly telling Razorback fans, hey, buddy, Okay, just yeah, pump the brakes a little bit, all right? You haven't arrived yet. You know, you still got work to do. It's like, don't be that guy. Be the guy that actually says, dude, that was awesome. Texas was just, that was balls awesome. Let, now, let's roll with that. But, you know, I still, A&M worries me. Uh, Georgia worries me. Bama, you know, uh, Ole Miss's offense is looking pretty good. So, you know, let's just hope, but... You know, we, we, could, we have a shot at it. It just depends on how this team improves. Like, be that person. Be that guy. Be that gal. Be that person that says, you know what? I'm not going to buy into the undefeated, never lost mentality, but I am going to believe that this could be really special. Because that's how I am. I believe that even though Arkansas could win nine games, I think that, you know, the game against Ole Miss sure will be tough. Sure. But is it, like, impossible for Arkansas to win? Is it just too much hard of a hill to climb? No. Well, Mississippi State or Missouri? No. In fact, if I'm looking at the rest of the SEC schedule for Arkansas, the only games that I am looking at that I'm like, oh, they kind of scare me, of course, Bama and Georgia. But I've gotten to the point maybe where Ole Miss is scaring me even more than a and I'm for real about that. Like, a and losing their quarterback and the way they looked against Colorado – Eh, doesn't exactly uh, get everybody a lot of hope there in Aggieland. But I think Arkansas's chances against A&M may be better against Ole Miss. Now, things can change. There's a lot of time before that game and before the game against Ole Miss and all that. So lots of things can change. But it's just one of those things that, you know, makes you think about it at least a little bit and makes you think if whether or not uh, everything can change and everything can get really bad really quickly or if there's reason to be optimistic that's the best thing about it. Got to tell you about betonline.ag. We're back and better than ever because all eyes are on the gridiron as teams get back to start another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college action this season. It's a new updated website as well as an interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today to receive 100% off your welcome bonus. That's after your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, to all your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to buy on all your favorite sports, and betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, Arkansas playing Georgia Southern this upcoming Saturday in Fayetteville. You know, people are kind of trying to chalk it up to maybe it's going to be a, a trap game. 
you know, oh, you got to watch out because uh, Georgia Southern, you don't know how really it's going to go down, all of that. And I get that. I understand it. You're Razorback fans. You never want to take anything for granted. But here's the thing. Georgia Southern is 23.5-point dogs to this to Arkansas. Texas Southern has only scored 18 points per game while giving up nearly 32 points per game. All right? They're not a good team, plain and simple. And some of you are going to bring up, well, John, it's because they didn't have their starting quarterback in the first two games, and that was a problem and why they only beat Gardner-Webb by 5, 30-25, and why they got smoked by FAU, 38-6. Okay. I mean, you can believe that, and that's fine, and I get it. You want to be, you know, don't want to get too excited. But you're going to tell me, really, that Georgia Southern's starting quarterback who is suspended for the first two games is going to come in to Fayetteville, his first game back, and be the sole reason why they beat the Razorbacks? Really? I mean, the team without the quarterback couldn't barely beat Gardner-Webb. Didn't even score a touchdown against FAU. But this quarterback's going to come in? Going up against Arkansas with that defense, Arkansas and that rushing attack, Arkansas and that experienced SEC team, they're just going to stroll right in and beat Arkansas and Fayetteville? No, no, no. Arkansas is going to win this game big. doesn't matter who's the quarterback. They're going to win this game big. Call me out for it. Say I'm jinxing it. Say I'm overlooking it. I'm done with it. I'm confident. I'm cocky. I'm walking tall. Arkansas ain't losing this game. There's no way, no how. Ain't going to happen. Doesn't matter who's the quarterback. Arkansas wins this game big. They cover the spread by at least 24 points. Like, it's happening. So, I get that people want to be held back. But it doesn't matter. Now, can Georgia Southern, I'm not going to say Arkansas is going to beat Georgia Southern, you know, by like 50 to nothing. No, not saying that. Am I going to say Arkansas is going to play a perfect game? No, not saying that either. But the thing is, is at some point in time, you got to chalk it up to the fact that you have more talent, more coaching, more focus, more attention, more everything than any other team that you're going to be facing this year in the non-conference schedule that's going forward. And Georgia Southern is no different. Okay, they're one and one in the Sun Belt. They got smoked by FAU. I just have a hard time believing a team that got smoked by FAU with their backup quarterback is going to come in with their starting quarterback and beat Arkansas in their house. Not happening. I guarantee you that. Put a guarantee on it. Take a picture. Write it down. Put me on old takes exposed. I don't care. Arkansas wins this game and wins this game going away. Go ahead and put some money down on it. Why don't you? Tell them I sent you. And then if you lose, well, that's on you for believing me. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 